0: of former president Donald Trump have set up a new political action committee called the Patriot Legal Defense Fund with the sole purpose of apparently trying to pay the legal fees of all of those people that have gotten into legal trouble due to their associations with Donald Trump. Now this Patriot Legal Defense Fund cannot pay for Donald Trump's legal fees, you know, doesn't matter for him though, because he's taken that money out of his other political action committee. No, no, no. This one is just for everybody else. And due to the nature under which this political action committee was created, it is allowed to accept unlimited donations from individuals, from corporations. And if those people who give money are willing to pay a 35% excise tax on what they donate, their names do not have to be disclosed, which means we may not ever know who is actually giving money to the legal defenses of people who could be potential witnesses against Donald Trump. That's the whole point of this folks. That's why this thing exists. It's not because, oh, Donald Trump deep down in his heart wants to take care of these people. It is an attempt to pay off these people who could very easily say, you know what, I I don't want to be in legal trouble. I'm going to flip on Trump. They think that by providing these people with this information or excuse me, with this financial help, they won't turn and give all the information they have against Trump to prosecutors. Now this is obviously not the first time that we have seen this happen. We have seen Donald Trump's group pay the legal fees of certain individuals who were testifying last year in front of the January 6th select committee. One of those people was Cassidy Hutchinson, right? She was taking uh, uh, Trump's people's money to pay her legal fees. And as soon as she stopped doing that, that's when she kind of turned the tables and started telling us things that were far more relevant as opposed to just obstructing a little here and there when asked questions. So we do know that this money buys silence. We saw it last year. And that of course is what Donald Trump's group is hoping to do here. This new entity was only created on July 19th. So after Donald Trump had gotten the target letter from the DOJ, they made this. It is, uh, uh basically, uh, the. Top two uh, Trump advisors as its principal agents are the 2020 campaign strategist, Michael Glasner and current senior aide Susie Wiles. Here's why this matters. First of all, it's not illegal. Like that, that to me is the biggest issue is that this is not illegal. Now one legal expert who spoke to the daily beast kind of outlined why maybe it could possibly be but even then it's definitely not going to be investigated. So I don't even know if it's worth telling you, uh, that particular instance, because nothing's going to happen. Our campaign finance laws in this country are so lax, so non-existent that there's virtually nothing can be done about this. But here's the thing. We have individuals right now, you know, Walt Nauta, uh, the other new, uh, uh, D'Olivier, The people who were also indicted with Trump in the documents case, who might be able to flip on him and say, yes, he told us to do this. Yes. He instructed us, yada, yada. If those people suddenly realize that their legal fees are being paid by Donald Trump and his friends, of course, they're not going to flip on him. Hey, this guy's taking care of me. I'm going to turn around and take care of him. Now, obviously we cannot guarantee that that would happen. But that let's be honest, is probably the goal of this legal defense fund. We also have people like Rudy Giuliani, Mark Meadows, John Eastman, you know, countless other individuals that have had to go and testify in front of Jack Smith, who may be facing their own legal fees and who may also be trying to cut a deal with prosecutors deals that of course could fall through. If suddenly they don't have to worry about the high cost of paying good lawyers, that's what this is all about. Now, as I said, there is one way that maybe this is slightly not exactly legal, and that's because this is set up as a 527 organization, which is mostly regulated by the IRS, not the Federal Elections Committee. However, because it's a 527, the money is supposed to be used for electoral things. Like it does kind of say that this is not necessarily electoral. So it could lose the status as a 527, which would then make it go back to being a regular political action committee regulated by the FEC. But that's all kind of word salad basically. And it's not something that's even gonna happen because nobody's gonna prosecute this. We can file complaints all day long and I'm sure some of these, you know, uh, legal entities that do look into this, they probably will file complaints. Complaints that like all the other complaints we've seen are going to go nowhere, unfortunately, but this is what it is and you can't convince me that this is not a desperate attempt by Trump and his friends to pay off potential witnesses in exchange for their silence. Willis, the Fulton County District Attorney that is going to be indicting Donald Trump in probably a week or so, revealed this week some of the hate mail and the threats that she is receiving from Trump supporters. And as expected, they're not only disturbing; they're also exceptionally racist. So let me give you a bit of a language warning right now, in case you're listening to this on speakerphone, or you know, if you've got uh, your volume up high, or if there's kids around. I'm going to read you the threat. I am going to censor the words that I definitely have to censor. Uh, but anyway, here is one of the items that she shared that she actually received on Friday. It was an email with the subject line that said, Fannie Willis equals corrupt word." Like that's what a human being in the year 2023 typed into the subject line of an email, sending it to a district attorney. And the body said, you are going to fail. You Jim Crow, Democrat whore. Again, a human being, a Trump supporter in the year 2023 sent that to an African-American district attorney in the state of Georgia, called her the N word, called her a whore, said she was a Jim Crow Democrat. And this is what we're dealing with on the other side. Now, it's no secret that Donald Trump has several African-American, uh, prosecutors and DAs going after him, right? New York attorney general, Letitia James, Alvin Bragg, Manhattan, DA, Fannie Willis, Fulton County, DA. Yeah. Bragg obviously has already indicted Trump. James has her lawsuits pending against Donald Trump. Willis indictments yet to come. But Donald Trump has gone exceptionally hard against all of these black people who are prosecuting him or suing him or are about to be prosecuting him harder than he does against most other individuals. And that's not an accident. Donald Trump knows threats like this are going to come. And according to Fannie Willis, this is just one of many that she has received over the last two and a half years that she has been conducting this investigation. This isn't something that just started on Friday. This isn't the only email that she's gotten. She has been getting them all the time since it began because Donald Trump will use words like thugs and thug for Republican is basically a code word for black person. Watch Fox news. That's what they do. That's why they like to bring up Chicago with a, with a large black population. They talk about the thugs in Chicago. This is what they mean. And this is why they do that. This is why they pick their words very carefully so that they can send out these dog whistles so that their supporters and Trump supporters, Republicans will send threats like this against Fannie Willis and anybody else who they don't like. Now Willis has of course now asked for additional security. She has sent out memos and emails to other prosecutors in the courthouses in her jurisdiction, telling them, listen, these are the threats that are coming in. This is real. We have to be prepared. Please do what you have to, to protect yourself, to protect your staff, to protect your property. So she's already sounding the alarm bells throughout Fulton County telling everyone bad things could happen because we're dealing with these kinds of people. Hopefully it's all talk. I mean, the talk is bad enough, but hopefully the talk does not escalate into action. But right now I want everybody to be aware of who these Trump supporters are, of the language that they use and understand that these are not isolated incidents. This is in fact, who these people are and who they've always been and probably always will be. Well, Republicans held another hearing about Hunter Biden on Monday that was a complete and total flop. Devin Archer, the indicted witness that Republicans brought in. Did not provide any smoking gun evidence. In fact, he openly admitted that he can't put president Biden on the scene with Hunter Biden at any point. So oopsie do another failure by Republicans. And even though some Republicans have openly admitted, yeah, didn't kind of get what we thought out of that. Other Republicans have been like, nope, totally proved everything we wanted. Oh, we're, we're so close now. And one of those people of course is Donald Trump. So after The dust settled on Monday, Donald Trump got on truth social. It said this, wow, crooked Joe Biden was on dozens of calls with Hunter's business associates. All right. I'm going to have to stop right there because you got your first sentence out and you've already lied. Devin Archer clearly said during his testimony that he has no evidence to suggest that president Biden was on any of those calls. There is nothing to support that claim. He literally said there's nothing to support that. And Trump immediately comes out of the gate on truth, social, absolutely lying about what that witness told the committee, but Trump continued, he lied, said he didn't know anything about his son's business, demanded the Ukrainian prosecutor be fired immediately because the global community was wanting to fire that prosecutor because he wasn't going after corruption that was running rampant in his company. In fact, that prosecutor that did get fired actually refused to investigate corruption at Burisma where, where Hunter Biden had the contract, like the prosecutor wasn't looking at Burisma and they actually wanted him to. So like, this is all very stupid, but Trump continued, this is amazingly corrupt behavior. Okay. He then continued, this is really bad news for Biden, which means I will probably be indicted again soon in order to kill the news cycle. Make America great again. I love how he always sounds off with that. Like, oh my God, I'm going to be indicted again because Hunter Biden's news is bad. Make America great again. Like it's a little jingle he has to do. Um, (laughs) that was so dumb. I don't know why I did that, but anyway, I'm going to be indicted again because all this Hunter Biden stuff, we all knew you were going to be indicted again. Like the whole country has been sitting on pins and needles for like two weeks now, expecting another indictment to come down literally any minute. It's not because of the Hunter Biden news cycle, but here's what happens. Trump goes out, makes a claim like this saying, well, Hunter Biden got bad news, even though he didn't. So I'm going to be indicted to shift the focus of the media. And then when he gets indicted again, he gets to go out and be like, see, I told you I called it. Even though everybody already knows the indictments were coming down, like Fannie Willis told us I'm, I'm about to get him. Jack Smith told you I'm about to get you. But Trump shifts the narrative, makes himself look like a prophet. And then all of his supporters buy into it. Like, well, Trump did tell us they were going to do it because they needed to shift the media cycle. And now here it is. Wow. He's so smart. He knows how it all works. He's not, this was not prophetic. You didn't need to be a psychic to know that he was going to be indicted again. They've all been telling us they were going to indict him again. That's what's maddening about this. Trump trying to claim credit for predicting something that everybody else in the country left and right had already predicted. Something the prosecutors already told us this is going to happen, <laughs> but here we are. Trump is trying to misrepresent of course, what happened in those Hunter Biden hearings, because he knows he's got bad legal problems that make Hunter Biden look like a, an, an altar boy basically. Uh, and I'm not saying Hunter Biden didn't do anything wrong. What I am saying is I don't care. <laughs> I'm not saying he should get away with it. If Hunter Biden broke the law, prosecute him go through the justice system, stick him in prison. Honest to God, doesn't bother me. That's what should happen for people who break the law. But what I do care about much more than I care about Hunter Biden breaking the law is the former president of the United States breaking the law, possibly even while still serving as president. I think one of those things is bigger than the other. And if you think the bigger issue here is Hunter Biden, then clearly you're either not paying attention or you're probably hiding a couple MAGA hats somewhere in your closet. That is the only way that you could think that Hunter Biden is a bigger, more important criminal scandal than Donald Trump.